Welcome to Retro Rewind. Get ready to dust off the VHS tapes and journey back in time with us. Whether you're a seasoned cinephile or a curious time traveler, our podcast is your portal to the past. So grab your Walkman, adjust your tracking, and let's dive into the world of taping. In this comedy, John Cusack and Tim Robbins stars two ex-security guards trying to hustle their way into the music video production business and ultimately embark on a mission to resurrect the career of their favorite R&B duo, the Swanky Modes. From chicken waffle commercials to punk music videos, coordinated handshakes to two ninja bitches about to kill each other, does this eclectic cult film deliver on the laughs? Let's find out. Let's explore tape heads. <laughs> <laughs> oh man we've been wanting to do this one since we had the idea to do this podcast so this is different this retro rewind podcast is gonna be different than the our traditional regular flick flops episodes where we flick flops we kind of look at bad movies uh that are generally considered bad movies retro rewind where, is where we're going to go back and look at films that uh they may still be floppy but we <laughs> like them and we want to give these film, these films the credit, let them see the light of day again. Tapeheads is one that uh, Gary and I have uh, watched multiple times, and it's it's a it's a big favorite of ours. It's a cult classic, and you should watch it. And that's what the whole idea behind the retro rewind is: is to just ex- open people's eyes to these films that are sitting out there that you may not have heard of. And, and technically, this thing, when we go down some of these numbers, it, it is a flop. Yeah, yeah. And I also think these eyes. (laughs) I also think we're getting a chance to talk about movies that, yeah, like you said, not a lot of people necessarily know about, but they're they're near and dear to our hearts. I I wouldn't say that they're all gonna come back and we're gonna be as enthused with them as we were upon, you know. (laughs) I mean, a lot of these are from our younger years or even our childhood. And so when we do any of the ones that are retro rewind, we're just going to let you know whether they're worth going back to watch or not, or if, if you missed it, whether you should be watching it. That's a so. fair, fair line right there. Our hindsight, man, is uh 2020, as they say. Because yeah. I think Gary, yeah. seriously, out of all of our, our circle of friends, how many do you think actually know the film tape heads and actually like the film tape heads? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I, 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 I feel like, <laughs> well, I feel like it's, it's, we've quoted it so many times that I can't even, I just can't imagine any of our friends not having seen it, but you never know because just because okay. you've repeated a line from a movie a million times and not all, everybody picks up on it. You don't know who's seen it, who hasn't. They may just be regurgitating the funny lines that we've said from it. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, that prime example is my wife upstairs. Uh, she recites a line from a movie that I know she has not seen. <laughs> and we will be doing an episode about that sooner or later. But uh, yeah, she's never seen the movie, but she quotes the line all the time. And I'm like, yeah, awesome. Cause you don't even know what it's from. Right. That's, that's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. So you want to <laughs> dive into some of this real quick? I got a couple numbers here for it. We won't do our typical format, but I do have a few numbers I'd like to share with everybody on this one. Yeah. I'm, I didn't actually look up any of the numbers. So I'm kind of curious. So uh, this film uh, came out in 1988. I don't have the actual release date, but it came out in 1988. Rotten Tomatoes technically has this at 60 with the critics, uh, 46 with the audience. Now, I think the audience is being a little harsh. This film is fantastic. Uh, I do not have any budget numbers. 
just couldn't find them anywhere. The sad number is the box office, Gary, uh, $129,000. Oh, ugh. this has had to have been a limited release movie. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, I know I didn't see it in the theater. No, no. I mean, I, I don't even know how or when I saw this movie, but it was you know, back in the days when you and I were both working at video stores back in the 80s, yeah. early 90s, and John Cusack, who brought me to it. You know, oh, like Definitely. Before. Going through a phase of watching his films, um, yeah. and a, you know, mutual friend of ours, Doug Davis, uh, huge Cusack fan. Shout and, out! Yeah, I mean, he'll never watch this. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he might. Shout yeah. out! <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, he, I, he, I'm sure he brought it onto my radar. I watched it. You watched it. I don't know if we were living together at the time we watched it, but um, I don't instantly, like, I'm watching this movie. I'm like, holy crap! I this was like seeing Clerks for the first time for me. I saw Cloaks for the first time and I was like, oh my God, this movie was made for me. Tapeheads yeah. was very similar. Uh, yeah. React. Yeah. I don't remember when I saw it. I, I know, obviously, I saw it on video. Um, and I know it was probably a result of working in the store or you working in the store. I think you worked in a video store before I did. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could recall the actual memory, but yeah, it was instant classic to me. I mean, I loved the movie. Um, yeah, I mean, I have a VHS copy of it. I wasn't able to find it because when I've moved, all my VHS tapes are put away somewhere and I can't find them right now. But I, I own a VHS copy of this and I have a CD single of, of one of the songs in it because I just loved the song, which we will talk <laughs> yeah. about as we move I have, the film. I bought that. It's on the way. I've got a used copy of the CD coming. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing. Besides, can't find it, it anywhere. Yeah, besides it being just a cult film, and you know, this is along the lines of like... You know, like Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, is it really a good movie? Yeah, but people love it. That's the same thing here. I mean, this I think is a better film than mm-hmm. what than you. I'm not trying to compare the two, but as a film, like you can sit and watch this, and it's entertaining and it makes sense. Rocky Horror, you got to do the dancing and all that fun stuff um, for that film to really be enjoyable. Because as a movie, it's just not a great movie. As, I mean, you, no one's gonna sit down and go, "Oh, let's watch Rocky Horror tonight," and not dance any of the numbers. Let's just sit and watch it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm pretty sure I've watched it a few times and not not danced. Weirdo. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so he'll, let's, he'll, he'll edit that out. Do you see a little glitch, <laughs> little glitch here? That was Gary talking about watching Rocky Horror. I did Nation. not. I did not. <laughs> I just think that you know that is another movie that maybe we should watch at some point. Bring up because there's some story to go along with that as well. I'm very willing to watch that movie. Uh, let's talk about real quick. There are quite a few cameos. In this movie, and I don't yeah. know if you want to talk about that, or I got a list here. We could just, I could run down the no, list and talk a little bit about them. Go ahead. I, uh, Some of them have a little bit more of a story to mention than others, but I think they're all interesting cameos in the film. Some of yeah. them are, are a little bit larger role than others, but among them, Connie Stevens, Lyle Alzado. Yes. The dude from Seinfeld is what I wrote down, and I looked him up, and it's Lee Ehrenberg. For some reason, that guy, I think he was only in a couple episodes of Seinfeld. Every time I see him, that's what I think about is Seinfeld. He probably has been in many other things. Yeah. He's the um, he's the, the boss, security guard. Oh, oh That's yeah, who that guy yeah, is. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bobcat Goldthwait. Um, yes, and that's 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 when I like had to pause. Like, wait a minute, did I just see Bobcat. I had to go back. Yeah, this was back. You know what was funny about the Bobcat is the bat Bobcat story part for me. For the longest time, I thought he talked like that. And yes. you know, we're talking '88 when this movie came out, so I don't know if this was my first time seeing him, right? For real, 
you know, and not and realizing, wait a minute, he's not doing the stuttering thing and everything that he done on stage is that persona. But um, so I don't know if this was that movie that revealed it to me, but it is right around the same kind of time period that I would have realized that. Um, I have the Higgins boys written down, Steve and David Anthony Higgins. Yes. Um, Steve, the uh, band leader for The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, I think. Not the band leader, the... uh, The the MC. Yeah, MC. That's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Famous for uh, the Higgins boys and Gruber Gruber, uh, uh, skit. We see some of the comedy stuff they did we we thought was funny back in the day. Uh, Michael Nesmith, of course, he is in it briefly. He was a producer on the film, correct? Yes. Yes. He has a small cameo. Weird Al is in it for a split second. Ted Nugent, Dougie Fresh, Mo Fuzz, played by Don Cornelius. Let's get into trouble, baby. I don't know if he, I, you know, I would have liked to have looked it up. I don't know if he has any other acting roles. But I, don't, my, I don't either. My gosh, he's great in this. I <laughs> mean, he's just so funny in it. He plays his uh, part perfectly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Walter, I wrote her down because of not only voice from Archer, Archer's mom, but also, also from uh, Arrested Development. Oh, yeah. Shoot. I wrote down, I got Mary Crosby. Uh, Clue Gulager. Is that how you pronounce his last name? Sure. You know who I'm talking about? I do, yeah. Okay. Do you know the reference to him that I thought we might want to discuss for a second? No, go ahead. <laughs> uh, his son, John. I think his name was John. He directed Feast, which was a Project Greenlight, like the third season of Project Greenlight. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's his, that's his dad. Who actually played in Feast, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, oh there's a little there's a re, there's a rewind for you. <laughs> oh my shit. neck hurts from that one. Yeah. Um man, you dug deep on that. I didn't have to. These are just stupid oh, little trivial cool. things stuck in my head. Um I love that show. <laughs> John Marshall Jones is one of the hitmen. Not yep. not one of the two we're just one of the guys that's like a security guard or whatever for clues yeah uh character yeah he's a senator fumbling over my words yeah senator um he i I was like that guy looks so familiar and for some reason i remember liking him in something and i could not remember what it was i looked him up and he's got so many like a few of these people have so many roles you recognize their face but you don't remember exactly from what yeah john doe i don't know if you remember that show Um, i never watched it okay it, he was um, a main character in that. I think he might have played a cop. I don't recall exactly, but I remember him from that. Uh, Xander Berkeley is in it. Who right. I famously know mostly from Walking Dead. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, from but when you see his face, you're like, I've seen him in everything. And another one that you could go down a very long list and yeah. see all kinds of stuff he was in. Much like uh, the bartender who I was like, I know him from something and I don't know what. And I still am not sure because there are so many things that he's been in. Yeah. Multiple television roles, like all over the place. But he's got that familiar face. Found yeah. out, a little side note, born in Cincinnati. Nice. Um, Fishbone. Yeah. <laughs> As hostile, um, playing as ranch bone, yeah, in, in the movie, Martha Quinn re- reprising a role of a VJ, but for RVTV, RVTV, and Courtney Love, uh, uncredited Courtney Love, yeah, which, which I did, yeah, we talked about this uh pre production that 
had to go back and watch it. Like, I, where is she at? <laughs> I know. I'm like, cause it's, cause if you pull up like the Wikipedia, it lists her. And I'm like, wait a minute. What? Yeah. And, like it, if you click on, there's one place I looked, I think it was maybe it's Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb. And it, there's a hyperlink that takes you to a scene. And I'm watching this and I'm like, yeah, that's not Courtney Love. Like, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm up on the TV, you know, and, uh, I finally saw it. And then I read a little thing and said, it's she just real quick. She's, uh, she's in the background. So, I mean, yeah. If you look, uh, there are two moments. I, I kind of, in a way, I don't really want to spoil anything about the movie because I do want to encourage people to watch it. Even if they've seen it before, they should go back and watch it. Yeah. But the first time that they show the tape that becomes a big deal in the show or in the movie, you don't see her in that part that I know of unless she is in the background. Yeah. She's a little bit more prominent when the tape is shown again later. In a very pivotal moment in the movie, but it's still the tape is kind of played fast, so it's a blink and miss it part yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Like it's it's very difficult to see her, but she is in it, which is yeah. very strange. That's most. That's I mean, that's pretty much the cast. There's a lot yeah, of other uh, people in it. Um, and when I throw out there that you you did uh, that I had on my thing was a Stiv Baders, okay, who was the right. lead singer of the Blender Children. But the Blender Children is is a is a band that's in the the movie. Uh, they're actually the 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 band is the Lords of the New Church, mm-hmm. and Bader's is the lead singer of that band. Another little uh, Buckeye tie. He's from Youngstown, Ohio. Oh, really? I mean, I'm not a huge Lords of the New Church fan, and he's actually passed right. away at a relatively young age. Stiv did. I don't I don't have the info in front of me, but uh, right. Yeah, Stiv Bader's. Here's to you, man. I'll, I'll drink some. Uh, our sponsor, Liquid Death. Not really our sponsor at all. <laughs> Neither is Sure Microphones. <laughs> <laughs> uh so let's just we don't have to spend a ton of time let's just uh, a couple of the scenes i mean what makes this movie worth watching i mean we've i've got a list of scenes here i'm sure you do too gary uh, probably yeah. a lot of the same scenes mm-hmm. the roscoe's chicken and waffles commercial love is, it uh, and if gary's gonna do a post work right about here is where he's gonna drop a clip of that or a video of uh come to roscoe's mm-hmm. chicken and waffles that's just great yo friends check this out Roscoe's the name, and they call me the king. Grandmaster of the chicken and the waffle thing. I said, now read my lips, and friends, don't miss a word. Cause the grandmaster's gonna give you the bird. Um, another great scene for me, personally, is uh, Cube Squared, Gary. Cube Squared. With their song, Baby Doll. <laughs> is which- that... Is that the single that you have somewhere? That is the single I have. And I mean, I, I, I'm so irritated. I endeavored to find it. And I, again, I, I don't know why, because I would just show it to the camera. But I, I think I just want people to believe I truly did buy this. Yeah. Somewhere in the 90s, I bought this CD single. Because first of all, the song to me is funny. And it's very catchy. But it's, a, it's per- written and performed by Devo. Right. Which, when you watch the movie, the band cube squared is swedish yeah so they sing the verses are in swedish yeah <laughs> and then it's bam it all and it's it's just it's catchy and uh and of course we both have the um the great video aces oh my gosh uh, I'll, I'll tell you what well i'll put as many clips of this in as i can yeah we'll see what i get away with so i will <sighs> throw some stuff in here um yeah and i don't want to step on what you might mention but the video aces scene is one of our all-time favorites and we, oh my we, gosh i love it are you guys rolling okay and the rest of my state 
shall be divided equally among my great great grandchildren okay oh and be sure to pay video aces my favorite video company they're terrific guys you get a lot for your dollar getting late i'm gonna go to sleep now great that's a wrap nice working with you Roman. and one that we've uh, that we've said since we saw this movie and i still say it today is <laughs> sign my butt teach me to read are you and, guys uh, famous <laughs> <laughs> Let's try get sabotage, man. This is just standing. I put my butt on the line for you guys. You blew it. Fixing nothing in your life. Forget it. You suck. Oh, yeah. Are you guys famous? How do I look? Hey, my angel, I suck. Sign my butt. Teach me to read. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's iconic, at least to our little circle of friends, because we yep. say it. I mean, I know so many people that say that they have no idea what they're talking about. Right. That comes from this movie. Um, there's a great uh, alphabet sobriety scene. I'm surprised we haven't ever tried to do that, though. I, um, I get intimidated by it because it's they have to. What does it care? They have to. Uh, they have to say the alphabet backwards, signing each letter as they go past it skipping all of the vowels <laughs> yes and they do it flawlessly yeah. in sync yeah. together i could yeah I, I think i mentioned before one little thing that i thought was just it's there's little they took a lot of care to put little things that were so unnecessary and i'm going to refer to the uh there's a scene in the warehouse where they're being robbed and they have a uh, a video surveillance system that basically is just video screens and a guy dressed as a cop saying, stop, who goes there? You know? So it's, it's a pre set up pre roll of uh, stuff. So it's motion sensors. So as you go by it, the cop will show up on another video screen. Like, you know, don't make me draw my gun and stuff like that. But as they go on the, the scene turns into kind of a party mm-hmm. and they're dancing and there's, there's some limbo and they're all having a good time. And the, the pre-recorded cop who answers Ivan when he says something to him, and then the cop is in the back in the video. He's dancing, <laughs> right. which is not really possible because it's yeah. supposed to be pre-recorded. But uh, that little stuff like that, it's those things like you watch it. Like, wait a minute, you rewind and go, the cop's dancing. Like that yeah. can't be. And this film is filled with stuff like that. Yeah, it's just yeah. filled with. So if you're one of those people that like to catch. I don't want to say they're Easter eggs because it's not hidden stuff, so to speak, but it's little continuity finds. Yeah, it's just little. It's little attention to detail that they've done. That's not necessary. It it doesn't make. Doesn't really. They don't. I don't know. That's what I think I like so much about it. I was telling you that I had recently gone back when when he watched it for this. I saw something that I'd never seen before in the movie, and it was very a very small moment. But there is a part where a guy's carrying like a sandwich and three cans of, of pop. They're, they're cans. Yeah. And he turns and one of them falls out of his hand. And if you listen, it sounds like glass breaking. So, I mean, they've even got like the, the people that work the sound. Have, yeah. The Foley have, people. Have even gone in and, and added a touch in this had, movie. Had a humor. little fun. 
it's just hilarious. There's just tiny little things here and there. And then the soundtrack, you know, the swanky modes, which is the, the, the fictional band in the thing that these guys love. And they're just a couple of R and B guys, but the music is outstanding. Yeah. Stuff that stuck with our, uh, us since we saw it, we would sing their songs, you know, and the ordinary uh, man would have given it up by now. And uh, what's the other song? Um, I'm drawing a blank now. But there's a there's the bet your bo- bet your yeah. bottom dollar. Yeah, bet your bottom dollar. Yeah, there's another one too. I thought cannot recall what that one was, but but uh, I think I, you I think you covered a lot of the. Yeah, I mean, if you want to do a role, anything else I missed. I I will say um, another quotable moment that we discovered that we've been saying wrong all this oh. time. I have no idea like why we hung on to this moment. But it's when Tim Robbins is trying to get Kuzak's attention because the Swanky Moods, who we've said they love this band so much, are currently in the bar that they're at. And they're sitting at the bar. And I, I don't know I remember what Tim Robbins does, but he's coming back. And he's after seeing them, he's trying to get Kuzak to recognize them. And he's like, he's like, dude, dude, check it out. Check it out. You know, Bill and Lester, Swanky Moods. For some reason, we got it in our head that it was like, dude, Moods. Dude, and yeah. I think it was just our abbreviated version, but we've said that for 20 something years. Yes. Dude, no, yeah. dude, dude, no. <laughs> and so, then find out that we're doing it wrong. <laughs> right. Fine. Yeah. But you know what? Just uh, that, that happens a lot. But there's I don't care. Other, there's some I'm other still going to do it. Me too. Dude modes. It's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know. There's just so many great parts about this movie. I don't want to beat it to death with all the scenes. I'd like to leave, leave it, you know, for for somebody watching now and they're, trying to determine if this is for them. I don't, what, what would you put the, what kind of category? It's obviously a comedy, but I would say if you, if you're a fan of Kuzak and especially his early comedies, his character is a lot like a lot of the stuff he's played before prior, prior to this. Yes. Uh, it's in that vein. It's in the better off dead ish type vein, that kind of. And, and you got a Tim Robbins way before he becomes Andy Dufresne. <laughs> who crawls through 500 yards of human feces for his freedom. Oh, Andy. <laughs> you got this guy. He's a big zero. You're a zero. <laughs> You're right. Uh, let's see. I mean, here's the thing. If you are a fan of this is going deep on a cult classic, if you like the film Repo Man, this will be in your wheelhouse. Yeah. So, you know, if you're someone who likes cult films, offbeat films, uh, films that not everybody's going to like. Th- this is for you, and it it is a treasure for me and Gary. I mean, it, it's yeah, it's it, between the two of us. It's it's it's. I mean, what'd you say, Earl Gary? It's climbing up your list. It is of, every time I watch it. It's not a movie that grows old to me, yeah. which is amazing. I feel like there's a lot of times you now. Granted, I don't watch this movie like every week or anything, but maybe once every couple of years I'll watch it. And every time I do, I get, I just, I really enjoy it. I mean, we just watched it a couple of years ago at the cabin when we, yeah. we had a guys weekend camping thing. We watched it then. Whatever that was, that was the last time I saw it. And, and I loved it even still, more. Still laughed at it then. I mean, you and I were laughing at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not anybody yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's one of those films. I mean, cause we've recently watched a couple of classic rewind films that we're going to, we're going to talk about in, in future episodes and uh, <laughs> some don't hold up. Yeah. Some, the, the memory is, is better. It's better. It's better off dead is a, yeah. a you some, can quote me on that. Yeah. Sometimes they're, they're, they're better up here. They're better off in the head. 
they're better here than they yeah so uh, that will this come one's up. not that way <laughs> this one you know we we don't do our rate our ratings on these films but this is definitely if i was to give it anything i give it a thumbs up this is a it's a great film however said that i i i don't know who i would recommend this to yeah that is one of the things um so, like, if i would i would if, i mean, i'd have questions before i say to you you should watch this film like what do you like yeah you know <laughs> If you go like, well, I love mafia movies. Yeah, yeah, don't watch this. My favorite genre is mafia. Mafia and then John Wick. Well, okay, then this is not for you, bro. No. No. If you looked at me and said, man, I like like Repo Man and like Hairspray, I'm like, "Ah, you might like this film. This might be a your. It's quirky. Definitely. And uh, getting closer to the top of my list every watch. And I definitely love the video essays. They're, my They're really great guys. guys. Can you imagine somebody watching this and rushing to watch the movie and they going, these guys are stupid. I don't know who's stupider. <laughs> these two are the, the video aces. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. I've, if you're into quirky comedies, please give it a watch and, and let us know what you think. Definitely chime in on the yeah. uh, the Facebook. And uh, I'd love to have a discussion about fa- tape heads with anybody. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. That's it. I'd like, like to know how many fans are already. There are people that are already fans of this movie that are in the group. Absolutely. And then, and then who watches it becomes a fan. That's what I want to know. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're archive kind of people. All right. Well, let's close out this episode of Retro Rewind. Thanks Yay. for joining us. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And be kind. That's, that's Rewind. It's a, a good ending right there. This has been a Touch of Madness production brought to you by the creative minds at Tommy Twins Media.